Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast. I'm super excited because today we'll be talking about the three keys to advance higher spiritually. So there's a lot of different things we can do in the spirit to grow in our understanding. And these are three keys that I believe will advance you higher. As you stick to these keys, you will go further in life um, spiritually. So I'll start right off. Number one is be humble. You see that a lot of times in the church today, we have this false sense of humility, and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being truly humble. you got to be confident in who you are in Jesus, but you have to be humble. So you have to understand that we can't do anything without God. We need God. We, we rely upon God to do everything, but we also are God's children, so we have to have confidence in who we are. So don't mistake the two. See, all throughout time, the church has misinterpreted what humble means. Oh, I can't do anything. I'm just a lowly person. No, that's not humble. That is false humility. I'm not talking about that, but I'm talking about understanding that who we are is because of Jesus. Everything that we do in life is because of what he has given us to do. Um, And then the scripture says, those who humble themselves will be exalted. Those who exalt themselves, they shall be humbled. So as I said, not a false humility, but a true humility. Stay teachable. So the way you know if you're operating in the two is is look at your life. Are you walking in confidence? Are you being who God said you can be? So if you are who you say, or if you are who God says you can be, you're going to be confident. You're going to be know who you are. So you have to know who you are in Christ Jesus. I'm not talking about a false sense of humility. Know who you are in Christ. Walk in that, but stay teachable. You know, the Bible says we must stay teachable, that the, that the younger generation look up to the older generation, that God gives grace to the humble, but He opposes the proud. You see, as we are humble, as we come before the Lord and say, hey, Lord, I can't do anything without you. I need you. That is how He gives us more strength. You see, the Bible uh, gives us a clear representation of the way that we can humble ourselves. The best way to humble ourselves is stay in an attitude of prayer. You must always pray because whenever we say, you know, Lord, I need you. I can't do this without you. I need you today. Today is... Uh, the day that I need you more. I need you more today than I didn't need you yesterday. That's whenever he can exalt us. That's when he says, okay, you are humbling. You need me. You're showing reliance upon me. We need God. And whenever we show that through active prayer, that's when the Lord can exalt us higher. The Lord cannot exalt us if we act like we do it ourselves. If we go out here and operate in our own flesh, that is being very proud. If I'm saying, I don't need God, I don't need to pray, I don't need to be in my Bible today, that is very prideful. But the way to stay humble is by praying. Stay teachable. So whenever someone comes into your life who knows more than you, listen to them. Ask them questions. Hey, how can I grow? How can I advance in my walk? Whenever you are listening to them, whenever you are um, trying to lean and glean from them, that's whenever you will be able to. Um, that's whenever you will be able to get that uh, humility. You'll be humble whenever you listen to people. Not just hear them, take notes, but actually doing those things. Whenever someone comes to you, like hey. Um, you know, I'm not talking about just anybody. When someone comes to you who's, who's a higher than you and they give you advice, take that advice and listen to it. When you do that, you show that you are hum- humble. Um, someone who is pr- uh, prideful thinks they know it all. And if you become a know-it-all, you won't, need, you won't need anybody to teach you. And in that way, you'll be prideful and you'll fall. Uh, you know, First um, Peter 5, verse 5, um, I'm going to start at the second half of the verse. It says, God resists the proud. But he gives grace to the humble. Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may be able to exalt you in due time. You see, there will be times in your life that you will be exalted. But before you can get exalted, you must humble yourself. You must say, hey, Lord, I, I need you. I need you more today than I needed you yesterday. As you start humbling yourself, as you start praying, as you start seeking the Lord, 
He's going to give you exactly what you need to be able to be exalted. Um, and then key number two is be unique. And not too long ago, I had an opportunity to um, talk with some of the Bible school students. And this is what I was kind of sharing with them, that God has created each and every single one of us uh, differently. The way that God has created you is different than He created me. The way He created me is different than He created anybody else. See, there may be 7 billion people on this earth, but every single one of them has a different DNA. No two people have the same DNA. Every single person is different because God creates a masterpiece every single time. Every single time that God creates, He creates a masterpiece. He doesn't just create uh, duplicates, but no, He creates masterpieces. Just because you may look like everybody else doesn't mean that you are everybody else. Even though you may look like some of the people around you, you may have the same personalities, you may have the same uh, attitudes. There are specific giftings that's on your life that nobody else has. There are giftings on your life that you must grab a hold of because they are different. You have a different gifting than anybody else in this world. When God made you, He made you special. He didn't make two of you. He made one of you, and there are things that He needs you to do that only he can that only you can do there are things that he's going to do through you that only you can do i tell people all the time the anointing cannot flow into a place that you're not called if you try to act like somebody else you won't have the anointing you'll be trying to do it on your own strength and that's when it will fail whenever you are trying to, to be somebody else it's going to fail if you try to act like everybody else you must act like yourself god uh, created you differently so act like that be confident in who you are but you must be unique because the Lord put things on your heart. The Lord put things... There are things that, that make you mad that doesn't make other people mad. There are things that, that make you joyful that doesn't make other people joyful. There are things that the way the Lord wired you, that's different than anybody else, that only you are wired that way. And that is why it's so important and so key that you must be yourself. Um, there are a lot of ministers that I look up to. Um, but if I try to act like them, if I try to start operating like them, if I try to do the same things as them... Um, I'll be doing it in my own strength. I will not be able to, to see uh, the results they have. The reason why they have some of the great results they have is because they knew who they were. They were unique. Um, you know, take Reinhard Bonnke for an example. There's been many times that um, people's prayed something over me like that, but I understand that I'm different than Reinhard Bonnke. I'm not wired the same way as Reinhard Bonnke. I'm different. Uh, yeah, sure, we may both be evangelists. We may both be doing uh, called to be doing great things, um, but. I'm not called to be him. I'm not called to be a duplicate of him. Um, if I was just to sit here and say, hey, like, you know, I want to be just like Reinhard Bonnke, um, I wouldn't have the uh, the uh, amount of influence that he had because only he had that because that's his unique, uh, unique personality. And the Lord has a unique personality for you that as through the giftings and through everything that you're going to be using, you're going to go and see people set free. Because you are wired differently than anybody else, there are people that you can reach that other people can't reach. There are, there are certain things that as you begin to speak and as you begin to do, that people's going to understand, hey, that's unique to him. I want to grab a hold of him because he knows who he is. I know who she, she knows who she is in Christ. This person knows that who they are in Christ is different than anybody else. Like They have something different. I want to follow them. And as you have that, as you start being unique and as you start being different, that's whenever the Lord can really use you. That's when the anointing comes upon you. You see, the Lord has anointed you to be you. He hasn't anointed you to be me. He hasn't anointed you to be like your local pastor. He hasn't been. Uh, he hasn't anointed you for anything else. But He has anointed you for you. There are things that are in your life that the Lord put that anointing on you for you to do. You can't act like somebody else. You can't be somebody else because the anointing will not flow into a place that you're not called. Romans twelve six. Starting verse 6, 
It says, having then different gifts according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If it's prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us uh, use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he exhorts in exhortion. He who gives with liberality. He who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. It, it, it goes on and it continues to read. And all throughout Scripture you see that there's different giftings. There are different giftings. The way you are gifted or not the way that I'm gifted. Um, the other day I was talking with a friend and he said, you, you are the most unique person that I know. You, or you're one of the most weirdest people I know. Um, which weird just means unique. And I, I sat there for a minute and I was like, you know, you're right. I don't want to be somebody else. I don't want to be wired like somebody else. Because if I start acting like somebody else, I won't be able to have the impact that God wants me to have. And that's the same thing for you. That if you start acting like somebody else, if you start operating like somebody else, you will not have the impact that your life can have. The Lord has an impact that He wants you to have, but you must be unique. You must operate in that uniqueness. You can't just operate like somebody else. The Lord has put the gifting on your life. He's put the call on your life. He's put the anointing on your life. And He's put the uh, the opportunities in your life. You must walk in them. Because if you don't walk in those opportunities, you will not have the impact. The Lord wants every single person to have an impact. If that wasn't the case, the moment you got saved, he would have beamed you up into heaven but there's a purpose there's a call upon each and every single person's life and that's to bear fruit that is to, that is to do something that is to, to see multiple multitudes of people saved that is to, that is what our purpose is and your purpose and your gifting and your calling can only be for you because if you start operating like somebody else you won't have the impact you won't be able to do the things that you are called to do and third and final point, the third key to advance higher spiritually, as you be humble, as you be unique, the Lord is going to put specific things on you, but then you have to be full of faith. You must operate in the faith realm. The higher we go spiritually, the more relying upon God we have to have, the more faith in God we must have. We must understand because the higher we go spiritually, we mean, hey, this is not me. This is not of myself. This is only of you. This, and that's where this humble comes in. Hey, it's only of you. The more I go deeper, the more I understand, like, if God's Spirit was to be removed from my life, to be removed from my uh, ministry in an instant, it would fall apart. But because God is there, because God is operating, we must have faith in Him. And, and the opposite of faith is fear. And fear is the force that the devil uses to try to get you scared. Fear is the force that the devil uses to try to get you to quit advancing higher spiritually. Because if he can get you to quit relying upon faith, he's going to get you operating in your in your own self. And as you start operating in your own self, things will start failing. If you can't have faith in God, then you won't be able to step out. Don't let fear hold you back. So that's my thing today. As the Lord has begun to speak to people listening to this podcast, as they begin to see that their uniqueness and be able to see their giftings and their callings, the Lord's going to begin to put things on your heart to do. And you must operate in faith. There are things that the Lord has told me that, to do that, that I'm going to accomplish in 2024 and throughout the rest of my life. But I have to operate in faith. If I don't operate in faith, if I allow fear to hold me back, I won't try to step out. There are things that I'm going to do in life. There's things that you're going to do in life that if you operate in fear, you won't be able to succeed. Or you won't even be able to step out. There are certain things. That every single person is called to be a pioneer in some way. There are things that you're going to do that nobody else has done in history. There are things that you're going to do that, that nobody else has done on planet Earth. 
because of your uniqueness, because of your calling. But if you have fear in your life, that the devil grips you with fear, it will hold you back from doing those things. Maybe you are to start something, but if you have fear, the Lord won't, you won't be able to do it because, because you won't be able to operate in the Lord. It is the opposite of faith. The way that you get more faith, the way that you know if you're operating in faith is by looking to the Word. Are you acting upon the Word? There, there are promises. There are promises in every single chapter of the book, from, from chapter 1 of Genesis all the way to the end of Revelation. There are things in your life that this book has for you. And to know if you're operating in faith is, is are you in your Word? Now, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you're not in your Word, if you're not sitting there, if you're not pressing in, uh, you won't be able to operate in faith. You ask people all the time, Hey, um, do you have faith that God can do this? I don't know. I don't know if God can do that. The reason why they don't know if God can't do that is because they haven't been their Word. God, God's Word is His will. Every single thing that's written in this Bible is for you. Everything that's written in this book is for you. The promises are for you. The things that God says are for you. And the way to operate in faith is by getting in that word daily, being in church on Sundays, pressing in, hearing your pastor. Um, Because as you hear messages, as you listen to podcasts, as you read books, as you press into the things of God, as you pray, that's when faith begins to rise. And faith, as faith arises in your life, fear fades. The fear of man fades as you put faith in God. As you, as you put full faith in God, what everybody else says doesn't matter. Because that is what the only thing that matters is God's Word and what God has to say about you. Is everything written in this book is your plan or is God's plan for your life. And to be operating in full faith, we must fully surrender to God. We must do God's plan. We must do God's um, work. We must do what the Bible says. As the Lord begins to speak to you specific things, there's no plan B. Having full faith in God is saying, God, it's either your plan or it's failing because I'm not doing it my way. If your plan doesn't succeed, then so be it, Lord. I'm going to fail. That is full faith. You know, when I moved up here to, um, you know, when I moved away um, to Bible school, and I went through school, and, and now that I've graduated school, and as I began to um, open up my own ministry, and as I began to, to start this process, um, I don't have a plan B. If this fails, then, then I fail. Like, that's so be it. Because this is what the Lord said. I don't plan on failing, because that's not what the Lord said. The Lord told me in His Word that I go from victory to victory, strength to strength. But I don't have a plan B. Plan B is setting yourself up for failure. If you're sitting here saying, you know, you know I want to be a pastor, but... If, if, you know, if that doesn't work out, I can always fall back on heating and cooling. That's what I went through school uh, before I went to ministry schools. I went to get my heating and cooling license. Th- th- I don't have a plan B. My plan A is first and foremost, it's what God says. I plan on going higher. I plan on going further and advancing. And that's going to be the same thing for you. Every single person, as you f- operate in full faith in God, there's not going to be a plan B. You're going to operate in plan A, and plan A is going to succeed over each and every single person's life. I just want to say a, a prayer over you guys before I, uh, I let you guys go. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you for today's podcast. Father, I thank you that faith, that uniqueness, and being humble is all important to advance higher. 
The higher we go spiritually, the more these three are important. And so, Father, I thank you right now over the person who's listening to this message, over the person who's listening to this podcast. Father, I thank you. Would you show them the line from humility to false humility, to know who they are in Christ Jesus? Father, I thank you. I pray a fresh confidence over each and every single person who is listening today. I pray fresh confidence and fresh boldness in who you've created them to be. But, Father, a fresh humbleness to understand that we are nothing without you, that we need you, that we operate through you, and to stay teachable, to stay learning, to stay growing. Father, I pray a fresh uniqueness. Father, allow these people to see the way that you have gifted, the way that you have called them to be different than anybody else on this planet. Show them that. And Father, I thank you that they operate in full faith. I command every bit of fear upon anybody's life that's listening to be broken off. For you have not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love, and of a sound mind. And Father, you get all the glory, and all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope you're encouraged. If you feel challenged, or if you feel stirred up after this message, I ask you, would you like and share? Share this with a friend who needs to hear this. Share this with a friend who you want to see go higher spiritually. And I know you will be blessed. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day.